I guess we're going to have to teach Trevor that we can't say hi back during the, during that, uh, I did. Well, you typed it. <laughs> Hello, Trevor. <laughs> uh, happy Thursday or Friday. Damn. I've had so many Thursday shows. <laughs> I don't even know what day it is anymore. Happy Friday evening, everyone. And yes, I will be at Delta H Con tomorrow and Sunday. So looking forward to that. And then, of course, next weekend we'll be at Comic Condo. But next weekend we will also have Elle, who will be at Eastern Rim, who we have on today. So welcome, guys. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. So I know it's been a while and everything's been screwy with everything going on. Mm -hmm. date changes and everything so what's the plan for eastern room this year all right so uh, speaking of date changes once again we had to change venues at the last moment and the venue that was available which was goose creek memorial high school in baytown texas was uh said okay these are the dates and we're like okay and you know unfortunately it uh definitely greg's drunk again what yes awesome <laughs> was it okay so um it's so, not water. Oh, right. Good night. It's Friday. It is. It's time to party. It's not just five o'clock somewhere. It is after five o'clock here. So we're good. Indeed. Indeed. So oh so yeah, uh essentially we're just uh getting everything ready to go and we're very excited. We have some really cool guests, some really amazing folks are coming, and it's gonna be a terrific time. Hey everyone. Yeah, that's from Facebook user this guy. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why they I don't know why it doesn't recognize my name commenting. Well, you got to click that link right above. Oh, I got, well, I, I'm on the post. Anyway, I'm Facebook. Oh, amazing. Um, and Morgan Ashley, uh, girl, pick a first name, okay? All right, that's my daughter, easy. Boy, we're really starting out this show, aren't we? I know, right? How did we go there? Oh my gosh. Like we were it's all the alcoholism. I mean, I you know. know, right? Okay. So who are your guests for Eastern Rim? Let's all right. So uh let me go through the list. We have some really amazing folks this year. Um, and uh we have uh Steve Irwin and Kez Wilson, who are some really great guests from Dallas. Uh we have El Peso Hero, basically Hector Rodriguez, uh, who is going to be there, who created El Peso Hero. Uh, we have Bo Nguyen, who actually is the uh, director of the Greater Austin Comic Con and um, Hill Country Con. And there's one more. I can't think of what the name of it is, but it's uh, a little further up in, in the Texas area, but it's brand new. Um, we also have Mark A. Nelson, the guy who first created or started drawing uh, aliens in comics. And he's an amazing artist. Like he did, did all of our, uh, all of our graphics and all the stuff that we have for our shirts and our, our, our everything that we do. He's just absolutely amazing. Um, we also have uh, Joe Isma, who was uh, the artist for morning glories and a whole bunch of other really cool stuff. Uh, we have Nick Patera. Nick Patera is uh, an anomaly in comics because he basically just started off drawing comics for fun and actually going and hanging out at the uh, different institutes up north just to see how comics are done. Just, you know, like like staying at somebody's uh, place on the floor. And um, just, gosh, three or four months ago, 
he released a, a comic book on uh, Zoop, which is basically like a, a crowdfunding site. And when it was all said and done, he ended up with $200,000, which is an amazing, totally wow. unbelievable amount. And of course, this was with everything that people bought. And this is with the artwork that he sold from the comic and just everything, $200,000 to be able to produce this comic. And I mean, he's, so he's like the Akimelajuan of comic books. He didn't oh, play until like he was 17, but then he became yep. like an all-star. Absolutely. I mean, just tremendous. And he's one of our very dear friends. He comes to, uh, goes to uh, Eastern Room every year, just about. And we can't, you know, we love him tremendously. And he actually is one of the best teachers I've ever met. He was going to be a teacher, but then this comics thing sort of came through in between all that. And so he went ahead and did the comics thing to his uh, uh, success. Um, we have Tone Rodriguez, who is... Uh, uh, He's from Louisiana, but he's all over the place. He was, he's was he been doing uh, the backgrounds for Stray Dogs, and he's done stuff for Masters of the Universe and just everything. Um, then we have Pop Man, who is uh, a tremendous artist who's done a bunch of stuff for DC and for Marvel, a lot of stuff for DC. Uh, Masters of the Universe as well. Uh, super guy, nice guy, great artist. Uh, we have Val Mayeric, who actually co-created Howard the Duck. Um, he's really? a yeah, and he's he's a an artist, you know, in terms of comics and stuff. But he's also like a fine artist. He does the most amazing uh, landscape and horses and all anything you can imagine, anything like that, anything Western. It's just amazing. He rides horses himself, actually. Um, then we're bringing uh, Jack Michael Kirby King. rolled over in his grave for not being for you not thinking comic book is fine art. <laughs> well, I'm talking about aside from comic books. So. Um, Michael Chambers, also known as Boogaloo Shrimp, also known as the actor who portrayed Turbo in Breaking and Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo. And this is a big deal because he, you know, he's started kind of coming out to shows or whatever. But we're so, so MC Scat Cat, you're absolutely correct. Not to mention uh, he was also the Urkel bot in a whole. He's been in so many pop culture things that you didn't know about. It's just absolutely amazing. Um, then we have Tony Isabella. He's the guy who created Black Lightning in DC in the 70s, and he's written a whole bunch of stuff. A great, a great writer, great, great guy. And then, of course, Glenn Fabry, who is a tremendous artist, one of the most well-known artists in comics, cover artists in particular. And his art style is so, um, it's like hyper-realistic, yet it has this sort of fantasy style to it that you, it seems like you could touch it, but it do, it's not like real life. It is, it is some sort of like twisted reality, but he's such an amazing artist and such a really cool guy. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the, the folks that we're bringing out to Easter Rim this year. Not to mention, you know, we have a bunch of local artists that are coming as well. Um, give me just a second. Um, and, and don't forget superstar air guitarist Randy El Ariachi. Oh, I was getting there. I was getting there. Okay. Um, I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, I just wanted not a to problem. Sure. I we mean, have... you know, like people are definitely coming to see MC Scat Cat, but they will pass up MC Scat Cat to go see uh, El Ariachi here. Air <laughs> there, you go. there you go. Uh, we have Patrick Yarborough from Last Century. We have um, uh, Natrix, of course, you know, who does the peanut butter and jam. Uh, we have Eduardo Fluffy Bunny Barbier. Uh, Nico Rodriguez, who has Nico Arts, Amanda Flores, Vrax from Louisiana. We also have a voice actor named David Bourne, uh, who's done a, several animes. And we have our contingent of um, of cosplay guests, uh, Rumpelstiltzim, Neff Artist, Fairy and, and Peachy, uh, who you might have seen uh, over at the uh, at uh, Shane's, uh, the Chaotic Cow Freedom Celebration. Um, <laughs> and we're just going to have a grand old time. It's going to be a terrific, fun comic book 
focused con and we're very very excited for it awesome so you guys changed and fairy we're also at anime matsuri correct now you guys changed news, didn't you last year you were in a different place and this year you're where Okay. Last year we were at Lee College. This year we are at Goose Creek Memorial High School. And the reason we switched over there is because Lee College is doing a bunch of construction. And mm -hmm. so they're going to be busy for the next few years. So we've switched over there to Goose Creek Memorial High School. And they were very willing, very happy. Goose Creek was very happy to have us and excited about it. And so we were, you know, gung-ho. Awesome. Now, I, I got to say, I'm just happy because it's five minutes from my house. So... Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. Like, you we, were, we could have had Eastern Rim in my backyard as close as we are. <laughs> are, you, are you providing the hotels too? Uh, that would be no. You, can, <laughs> you know what, Greg? If you guys, if you and CJ want to come, you can pup a tent in my backyard. <laughs> I'll be too busy where I'm going to be at. Me too. Absolutely. We'll be at tomorrow, but so where is this high school? Um, Give me a second and I'll actually give you an address. Um, it, is, it is right off Garth Road, right off yeah. I-10. It's right off of I-10 in North Main. So literally it's uh, 6001 uh, East Wallaceville Road, Baytown, Texas, 77521. So literally you come off of I-10 onto North Main exit. You go all the way down North Main and you can keep going on North Main and you're going to take a left into the parking lot. It's so simple. Awesome. Now, uh, is this the same as it's been every year where it's free parking and free entry as free parking, well? free entry. Absolutely. It's going to be like that. I love as long it. as we can, as long as we can get it done, as long as I'm part of this, this situation, it will be free parking and free entry forever. Uh, you bring in the alcohol. Isn't that the way change? it should be though? Isn't that the way it should be? Gotcha. It should be, but you know what happens? Yeah. Shouldn't, shouldn't you be able to spend your money on, you know, I don't know, stuff and autographs mm -hmm. and cool things. Tickets. And, and like I said, not to take away from any cons that, that, you know, charge money because that's just what they do. And that's, that's the nature of what they are. We are just a different version where we're charging nothing. It's a service to the community. We want to make sure that we bring everything together and make sure that everyone has a good time and has access. Mm -hmm. Access is important because if you think about it, you know, someone who's never gone to something like this, you know, they can, they're able to finally afford to go, you know, a ticket for a big con, you're looking at maybe $90 for a three, three day pass, if not more, you know, and, and so that's, say you have a family of four, you're looking at $400, not to mention parking, which is Forty or fifty dollars these days, you know, and this is almost five hundred dollars before you get in the door. Okay, yeah. so mm -hmm. any cons who are able to, you know, do it for free or do it for, you know, less expensive, you know, more power to them. But no offense to those bigger cons because it costs a lot of money to do it. Totally get it. Well, hey, you, got, you guys have really done an amazing job with this show because you got Jerry to do math effectively. <laughs> so. I'm an English teacher, and I always tell my kids the reason I, I teach English is because I can't do math. No, no, sometimes he says things that aren't even numbers. So, <laughs> are we talking pie and hieroglyphics now? Hey, oh, hey we're, you know, do you have some pie? I have <laughs> emojis, so you know, we're good. Um, so what are you having panels this year? If so, yeah, we're working on panels right now. Uh, we're probably going to have some panels with some of our artists, uh, and some of our writers. Uh, like I said, we're just getting all that stuff worked out, the logistics, because it. To get that situated, sometimes you got to make sure that, you know, the artists and writers are are prepared and have the stuff ready to go. So, like I said, it's just a process, but we're working on it right now. Do not let him fool you, okay? Uh, first off, uh, Jerry Easter Rim Schaefer has got something even better than panels coming, and I don't want to give too much away. 
but it is way better than any panel you will see. It's totally breaking everybody's style down. So we can't know what it is, though? I mean, no, I, uh, I can tell you. Um, we're going to definitely have some folks there. We have the Break Free Break Dance School is going to be there and they're going to be doing some performances and they're going to be doing some some classes for the kids and stuff. And so we're going to have that. And so hopefully maybe we can get, you know, Michael Chambers involved in all that as well. I think we we have a good shot at it. He's going to pop and lock until he breaks a hip. <laughs> I, I want to see Elle doing that. Oh, yes. <laughs> maybe he can air break dance. Please get there him. There we go. Please get him on video. See if you can get him to do it. We'll, we'll see what we can do. We'll definitely that would see be what awesome. Yeah. That would be classic. That's going to happen like under the real, you know, your we'll real thing. Um, the, the cool thing, though, is that uh, this weekend, that weekend's going to be uh, Randy's birthday, his birthday weekend. I think Sunday it'll be his birthday. And so we're going to do a little celebration for him, you know, just a little something. Yay. We, we won't tell him. Of course, he might be watching. He might be watching. I mean, he, I think he already knows, so it's all good. For those who don't know, Randy is El Ariachi, who is one of our co-hosts. So, Absolutely. yeah, I think we're planning to get him an air cake, so that ought to be tasty. <laughs> air candles, there you go. and he can blow them out with air. It'll be terrific. <laughs> what about sponsors? Oh man, we have a whole bunch of sponsors. Give me just a second. Uh, we have Nertropolis, collected games and comics from Dallas, Fort Worth. I'm sorry. Rose Garcia, artist, Goose Creek, uh, Goose, Goose Creek uh, School District. Um, we have Sterling Municipal Library, visit um, We have NerdFest, uh, Gandarex Films, who did our video, our, our, our commercial, Bedrock City Comics. Uh, Cor correction, they did the good commercial. Oh, would you stop? <laughs> Anyways, um, don't listen to this guy in, on the, in the other corner. He's ridiculous. Um, uh. Sandy Delmonico, who is a, a realtor. We have Freeform Frames, DC Gomez, and El Globo Bakery. So we have a whole bunch of folks who are supporting us. And uh, a lot of other Rose folks. Rose Garcia. Yeah, I've mentioned her already. Okay, I didn't, I didn't hear it. I just wanted to make sure Rose got her. Oh, no, absolutely. That she was the third person I named. It, it was during that interruption period. Mm -hmm. I don't know why he has me on the show. Like He, he like brings <laughs> me along, and I do nothing but disrupt his process. It's all good. So what made you guys start this? Because it's okay. unique. It's, and how long ago? Yeah. And how long ago did you start it? And the, I know we talked about this last time, but the actual title, Eastern Rim, what's okay. the reason behind that? Not a problem. Um, I'm part of the uh, 501c3 nonprofit called the Fred Aguilar Promise Center. And we provide services for the community, like after school tutorials for kids. We call it the Cape Club now because, you know, uh, we no longer have like homework per se. So it, it, we allow the kids to come in and work and practice and we tutor them. Um, we also have, you know, uh, things for the community like backpack giveaways that we're a part of. We're actually going to have one on Saturday nice. uh, over at San Jacinto, which is right across the street from where our building is. Um, we have oh, legislative so what, do you, what do you do with that? Uh, we have uh, I should skip over that. That's actually important. Yeah, free backpacks. We give, uh, you know, backpacks, and hopefully we'll have some uh, some stuff to go in the backpacks, like pencils and stuff like that. And we give them away. I think it's like at least five hundred backpacks that we're doing, and it's going to be at San Jacinto. That's and, awesome. And it's. I'm just going to say, I actually loaded a bunch of those backpacks and cars, so you're welcome. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, 
And it's going to be something that we're doing for the community. And like I said, it's just one of the things that we do. Uh, we also have like cultural nights like Dia de los Muertos. We have um, different things that are going on in terms of like concerts that we throw whenever, you know, it's a non-COVID time and, you know, things are getting better. So that's good. Mm-hmm. And we'll probably get back to a lot of the stuff that we used to do. Um, we have Spanish for Spanish uh, for English speakers, English for Spanish speakers. And we have teachers to uh, be able to do that. We have a community garden that we've set up. I mean, just a bunch of stuff that we do. And the con is one of the things that's part of that um i i went to this the show called the son of houston con uh run by don price one of one of my friends and it's just an old golden age show really you know really cool and we have a bunch of like you know vendors and it's just like a show like it was back in the 60s and 70s and when i went to it i thought man you know i i think we can do something like this in baytown and so I got together with Agustin Loredo, who is our uh, the vice president, one of my best friends, and he's on the board with me. He's a you know I'm just I'm just a member, I'm just, uh, but he's the vice president. We talked to the members and said maybe we can do something like this. And so when we first started, uh, to to the detriment of, of, of James's ears, we were called the uh, Dirty Bay Funny Book and Vintage Con because Dirty Bay was the name of Baytown, the, the nickname back in the days. Okay, yeah, and see James, yeah, I understand, I understand. Um, and there's actually not dirty. And that there was an actual uh, place called the Dirty Bay Beer Company, and people started lining up over there, thinking that's where the show was going to be. So we knew we needed to make a change. So um, we thought about it and and basically workshopped it, you know, on 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 phones and text and emails and stuff. And we were on the east side of town, and we're like, well, could we, you know, could be like the east side show? No, there's already one called that. And you know, we're like, oh, like maybe like the the outer rim planets, and we thought something, and then we put two and two together and i think augustine was the one who actually came up with west uh, eastern rim um and you know put those two words together because they were all flying about in in the conversation and so we became eastern rim because we are in the eastern Rim of houston now it doesn't make any sense to any other part of the world you're like well you're in the south i mean the east but you know for us it makes sense and and it has a connection to the outer rim planets you know pacific rim uh you know sci-fi movies and it's Exactly. It's instantly, instantly recognizable. People get it. They understand it and and realize that, it, you know, some sort of like con or some sort of show. And basically, that's where it came from. And once again, if you don't to- get it, then you may need to come to the show and get educated. Well, there you go. Absolutely. You know, and <laughs> we have a focus on literacy at the show because of comics. And what? It's not quite what I meant, but OK. Yeah, well, yeah, we're going to educate him that way, too. I mean, <laughs> You illiterate bastards. Right, right. <laughs> Come yeah. to our show. Well, well, like I said, we'll have Thanks, plenty of comments. Oh, I did not that. was not me. I, totally understand. I, I just like to point out that it's the um, authors who are having a laugh about illiteracy. People mm-hmm. <laughs> are dumb and can't read. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's funny. So basically, that's it. We just wanted to have access and we wanted to give people the ability to come to a Comic-Con and have a great time. I think it's awesome. Thank you. So how long ago did you start this then? Gosh, in 2017, we did our first show in December. And then we did our next show in April. And then it went from there and things switched up. And we had to move it from then to uh, September last year. And then this year, uh, late August. So like I said, it just depends on availability of the venues and all that. No, you two started right about the same time, if I'm correct, on shows. James may have been a year after. Yeah. Well, you know, 
what I was going to say is, you know, Eastern Rim was probably you did the Dirty Bay Beer Show, Dirty Bay Beer Show, the Dirty Bay Show. Um, and then um, and I went to that as a visitor. Um, and at that point, you know, Jerry and I were familiar with each other. I, I worked with his mother and, I, you know, he taught my son. And mm-hmm. um, but uh, I'd come to a show and we were just kind of getting starting to know each other on a on a more fandom level. And um, the next year, Nerdfest. Um, the Facebook group came out and was a big part of the show. And um, so our friendship kind of evolved from there. And, and then, um, you know, um, you know, as you know, he's become a bigger part of Nerdfest and became one of the Nerdmans. And uh, I, I was helping him here and there where he needed it with Eastern Rim. And then we started working on NerdCon together. And now it's like everywhere we go, people are like, hey, Jerry. And I'm like, I'm James. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like people are we're just interchangeable, um, you know. So it's like kind of like. No matter what, it's like people associate the two of us together. Um, so, yeah. And like I said, we were part of the the committee that started NerdCon together. And NerdCon has a lot of Eastern Rooms DNA in it because, you know, uh, I was part of it. And I, 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 we wanted to focus on it being free NerdCon as well and make sure that it has access for the community. And we wanted to make sure that people had the ability to, you know, come and enjoy themselves and have a great time and, you know, not, not kill the bank before they even got in the door. You know, I'm going to just I'm going to jump on that statement right there, too, real quick, because the the heart of Jerry Schaefer is in every show, whether it's Eastern Rim, Funny Book and Vintage Con or Nerd Con or whatever. It's that whole um, that whole character that he brings. Um, Jerry is is very much wanting to support good causes. And that's why he works with the Fred Aguilar Promise Center um, with the Chambers County Library System. Um, he wants to be out there in the community and he wants to create access. And, you know, the one thing about these shows, you can say, oh, well, they're free, they're this, they're that. But the best part about it is the heart and soul that Jerry puts into it and how much he wants it to be for everyone and how community driven those things are and how important they are to him. And so, you know, when when you start thinking about, you know, do I want to make that drive out to Baytown or Mont Bellevue or wherever, um, know that it's worth it because it's 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 any show that he's got his hand in is done with the intent of making the community better and, and not necessarily raking in the cash and things like that. He genuinely wants to bring the love of fandom, whether it's comic books or sci-fi or anime or whatever the kids are into, he wants them to have access to that. And so the genuine character of everything that, that, that Jerry Schaefer does spills over into those conventions. I appreciate that James. That means a lot. Yeah, take your bow now. <laughs> No, no tears, no tears. No. <laughs> but I, I think that's I think that's important. I mean, there's a lot of con, cons out there that are that are wonderful conventions, um, mm-hmm. but just the the heart that Jerry brings to it and, and the true love of it, and, and he every he's a fan of every person that he brings. You know, he 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 genuinely is. He thinks they're they're the world, and he wants to share their gifts. Um, whether it's uh, you know whether it's Turbo slash MC Scat Cat or or Mark Nelson's Aliens, uh, you know, comics. He he wants people to be able to experience that and have that personal connection with those folks. So that's what makes it so special, you know. And so, just thought I'd share that. Well, thanks. I appreciate well, that. Here, one second. The other thing that I have noticed is that you do focus a lot more on the comics than you do anything else. I do. I'm a comic book fan. I have I personally own twenty thousand comics. You know, I have a whole room like of comic book boxes that almost go to the ceiling. Um, I'm, I, I am a fanatic of, of those particular uh, pop culture processes. And I, uh, like I said, 
it's what I want this Comic Con to be because I want it to be an actual Comic Con focused mm -hmm. on comics because you know and don't get me wrong I'm not mad at anybody else doing anything else I mean NerdCon is is not a Comic Con it is it is a pop culture con as as well it should be because that's what it's designed to be and so with that in mind focusing on Eastern Rim making it a Comic Con an actual comic book convention is very important to me because you know those things are you know not necessarily the case as much anymore I mean the San Diego Comic-Con used to be a comic book convention focused on comic books, but now it's more focused on pop culture, and which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Things shift and things change. But, you know, there has to be a home for comic books and comic book lovers as well at a Comic-Con. And, you know, like I said, we will have other folks there. You know, like I said, we have, you know, uh, Michael Chambers. We have, you know, David Bourne. We had uh, Tom McKee last year, our good old pal Tom McKee, who goes to every show that we do because we love him, you know. And because he, he works for sandwiches. Yeah, at the very <laughs> least, probably peanut butter and jelly or or maybe like, I don't know, uh, ham, something. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's be honest. We think Tom McKee is a ham sandwich guy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he is, he's a big ham. I'm, um, I'm a pizza person, so. You know. Let's, we should have a show dedicated to the food Tom McKee eats. Um, <laughs> have like a food con. Can you that, imagine? That like, would be awesome. Yeah. Would be blast. I think they have. Um, them. I think they're called yeah. restaurants, but it's a cool. But you know what? You, you know, it's all Actually. about story, though, Jerry. And and you know, you you look at comic books and how they've driven so much of pop culture. And and you look, sure. you know, what they the amazing things that Marvel's done with the MCU now. And uh, and television and DC's got some great television and Hulu and Netflix and you know Amazon they're all having shows based on comic books and they're all just like you know just like Greg and CJ do they create story and so that's what that's the beautiful thing about the the, the comic books is that they they start with the story and they add the the artwork and and it just grows this whole universe what you guys do with words comic books do with pictures as well um, so it's it's you know. My, first off, I just want to bow to anybody who creates story because you guys do an amazing job of that. You're, you're kind of the, the painters of the pictures in our minds, and, and, and mm -hmm. that's where all this stuff starts. So that's that's why comic books are so special still. Right. Well, to, go, to go back with the food thing, I believe there's a thing called Tokyo Fest coming in December that is actually going to focus on the, focus on the food, and they're going to have chefs there so give me that information because that's <laughs> like my kind of place it's called tokyo go. fest you can actually look that up okay. well, very cool i'm going so. to look it up Keep <laughs> <laughs> i mean i mean come on i'm the con hour i find out all these festivals going on around houston <laughs> yes indeed yeah, I, I, Morgan's like the sheer amount of excitement in your face. Yeah, when we start talking about food, people are going to call it. Hey, I, I like food. Food and I are, food is my friend. I enjoy it's, food. It's going to be, if I'm correct, it's going to be an anime food type convention. Yeah, I'm just going to say the big fat guy that we used to be me is like screaming at the little skinny guy, totally pissed that he can't eat more food. So yeah. I'm, <laughs> I don't know if I would be good for a food con. I'll be out there, be like the, the fat guy in me is like, come on, let me out for one day. Yeah, fish are friends, not food. That I do agree with because I'm not a big fish person. So yes, I agree with that. Um, but yeah, oh, no, I, like I, I like food. I don't like those kind of foods that you know it's an acquired taste type foods. I'm mm -hmm. like, if I have to acquire a taste to, for it, then it's oh. just not meant to be. So, so no pheasant under glass for you then. I'm not even going to tell you some of the things I've tried then. I don't do snails. I don't do capers. Mm -hmm. I don't do any of that. Mm -hmm. Fish, I've no. Had, I've had python jerky. Ew. Kangaroo. I've had kangaroo. 
Yummy. I've had hoodoo, <laughs> and I've had uh, ostrich. Those are good. You know, there are people in the world who are going, ew, you guys eat cows and chickens? Gross. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think when I was in the Philippines, I'm pretty sure when I was in the Philippines, I had monkeys, so. Gotcha. So, like I said, I've tried many things. What's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Just side note, bunny trail. What's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Who's this, for me, me or probably, for anybody? Um, me, it's uh, probably the python jerky. Gotcha. James? You know, I uh, I did eat caribou when I was in Alaska, mm. um, which was surprisingly good, though it was really hard to hold him down. So, um <laughs> Storming a little bit, <laughs> you know, as big as they are, you know, he, he, you know, um, you're you're supposed to kill him first, James. Oh. <laughs> well, he was doing it; it was just slowly. You know, Jerry, what about you? Probably the and and I didn't realize I did it, or it happened in in uh, sort of a very quick, drunken fashion. But it probably uh, the worm out of a tequila one time. You. Yeah. I, like I said, I didn't know what happened and it wasn't there. I go, oh, I probably yeah. ate it. And, you know, as a runner, I've eaten plenty of bugs as I'm making my way around the track at 5 a.m. I'm like, oh. Keep your mouth closed. Just so. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, what's well, bad is when you get them through the nose and they're like, oh. I was about to say, he does keep his mouth closed. They just go in through the nose. That's all right. Well, they find a way. I, well, I, I have to ask about this one. I'm well, sorry. I have to ask about this one. So I've had, like I said, I've had ostrich, I've had kudu, but I think the weirdest thing I've ever had is called barbacoa. Anybody know what that is? Yeah, it's delicious. It's, no. It's cow cheek meat. No, the actual lamb blood part. The barbacoa is fine, but the lamb blood part's nasty. I've had that. Okay. Yeah, I guess I blood pudding at Universal Studios uh, Harry Potter thing, and that was gross. No, it's um, like, they make I, it in like this big steel pot thing, and yeah, it's just not right. Um, I want to know about Morgan's squirrel this. brains. Yeah, like, so do yeah, I. Serves that up. When did you do that? Oh no! Oh no! You did not, not, oh, no. No, you did not Morgan. No. No. <laughs> Somebody ate some ostrich. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, Rocky Mountain oysters. If you guys ever watch like Food Network and they do um, the baskets and stuff, um, chopped. Mm -hmm. Yep. And Chopped that was the, like they that. had one episode where they served Rocky Mountain <clears throat> oysters and watching the chef's faces as they knew they had to eat that was the best moment of my life. Yeah, your bio, yeah, no. He, he was an interesting character, sorry, yeah, no. No, wrestled alligators. <clears throat> nice. But yeah, no, that's just not right. I mean, can you imagine lifting up that box and finding that on your tray going, okay, how do I cook that? I, I got to say, this is the first Comic-Con uh, related talk show I've ever been on where we talked about Rocky Mountain Oysters. So, hey. I mean, <laughs> it's all good. Here I thought, here I thought there was going to be nothing going on tonight, but whatever. Well, see, <laughs> so here's the thing. A lot of that stuff is, you know, food for people in poverty. People mm -hmm. who hadn't didn't have anything, and so they had to take the scraps and whatever they could find to you know create something out of it. And so often they've turned that stuff into gourmet food. You know what I'm saying? I mean, things that are you know absolutely that you would think would couldn't be palatable. I mean, they've turned into something that people eat you know consecutively and consistently around the world, and people have turned into things that are you know absolutely gourmet. That you know they charge two hundred dollars a plate. So they can well, have it. Oh, sure. two hundred dollars. Now that we're talking about. <clears throat> 
what kind of foods can be provided at Eastern Rim or food trucks? We're, will there be any Rocky Mountain oysters is what Greg wants to know. <laughs> right. No, 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 I ain't going to be there. <laughs> I can actually try one. Yeah. No. no, no, we won't have any Rocky Mountain oysters. Sorry. Um, we, we're going to have just your regular fare. You know, we're going to have pizza and we're going to have chips and drinks and we're going to have, you know, maybe some like nachos, you know, just the basic stuff. We're and we're we're pr providing that stuff ourselves and we're charging a very inexpensive amount of money for it, because once again, we want people to be able to feed their families while they're there and spend their money on the stuff that they really want. You had me at nachos. There you go. So we started talking about it, but got sidetracked. What um, panels are you going to have? Okay, like I said, we're like I uh, just mentioned that we're gonna we're working on that right now. We're getting together with our writers and our artists and figuring what their availability is and what they're willing to do. So uh, we'll have that in the next couple of days. Gotcha. And if people want to learn more about this, where do they find it? Uh, Easternrun dot com. Easternrunrun dot com. Yeah. Or the oh, they can check Facebook there. and the Instagram. Yes, you can go to any of our, our socials as well. Are the panels going to be listed there? Are you going to have? Yeah, we're going to have them listed there. To read or yeah, when when people walk in, it'll be ready to go. Very good, Greg. Thanks. Are you gonna put that in there? Or Eastern Rumcom. I thought you were typing. I'm working on it. Oh my God! There's no <laughs> record of this. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> we need I'm a... just saying, you know, you guys could have like had a little logistics planned out. Um, CJ, why don't you do the typing tonight? Yeah, well, uh, that is we're the missing our stenographer. Yeah, I, I just want to point out also that Eastern Rim will have some of the finest, and I'm not just talking about how attractive we are vendors around. <laughs> um, there will be some amazing vendors selling all kinds of cool stuff, like you know, books and like apparel and jewelry. Oh, and yes, toys. Um, this guy. Yeah, we're definitely going to have a bunch of vendors. Really? We're going to have a lot of comic book vendors, a whole, whole lot. I'm talking about like a good chunk, like probably uh, almost half is going to be comic book vendors, but they're going to have toys. We're going to have um, the Crystal Lady, who is at, at Shane's show. We're going to have um, a bunch of art, uh, artists and writers and just a whole bunch of stuff. It's going to be terrific. We will also have Dork Buzz and those guys, and they're going to be doing CGC. So if anybody wants to get their art taken care of or, or their comic book signatures or whatever, we'll have that as well. Um, our artists, uh, who our guest artists are going to be there making art as well, and they're going to be charging you know, what they charge at their tables. And so you can figure that out when you get there. Um, and we're just going to be able... Um, for the artists, that's actually mm -hmm. kind of fascinating to watch. If you stop by some of those tables, you can literally just watch them draw mm -hmm. right there. Yeah, and no, it's, it's absolutely really cool to watch it because yeah. some of them are like literally pencils, then pens, then color. And you know, mm -hmm. some of them do different techniques. Some of them do that and then they scan it into the computer and then they color it that way. But mm -hmm. talking to them about you know where they started, how they started, and their different techniques is kind of interesting. It's very fascinating. Right. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, the way they came to it. Go ahead. I was gonna say I'm fixing to have to look one up because you have one that I actually just met at What's the name of the comic book store up here? DNA Comics. He was okay. here for a free comic book store, and you have him coming to your show. And it's, uh, is it P-Man or? Oh, Pop Man. Pop Man. Pop Man. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so. terrific artist. Worked for Marvel, for DC. Still does. Does a lot of mm -hmm. you know, covers and stuff. Really great guy. He actually just moved here from Virginia, if I'm correct. Mm -hmm. Correct, Amundo. 
Um, you were saying something about the comics, like GC, whatever. Or oh, CGC. This is where they take comics, they encase them in plastic so they can keep them. And usually, what that does is it, it takes the value and and certifies it. Make you know, so you know that it's it is what it is, what it's supposed to be. Um, it has it gives it a grade, and the grade you know goes from like you know, one as 0.5 up to. Uh, 9.8 is usually the high. Sometimes I'll have a 9.9 or not or a 10. You know, those are the golden standard. Usually those don't exist. So 9.8 is the highest you can usually get it. Um, and so, yeah, uh, we're going to have folks who are going to be there to take care of those needs. Gotcha. Is there going to be an ATM available? Yes. Yeah, that is an interesting question. There is going to be one. Yes. Jaden says there's not one. I'm sorry. Who says there's not Jane one? Jane says there's not one at his school. No, no, there there is one. It's from Beacon uh, Federal Credit Union. It's going to be uh, right across from the artist, actually. Oh, well, cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so when you're making your run to uh, Nerdfest Texas and you need more money, there'll be an ATM for you. Absolutely. Sell those toys. There you go. Toys. Let's be honest. Comic book artists and like movie celebrities are great, but it's all about coming and buying toys. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes. Big thing right oh my now. God! Look, look at that! Look at behind Jerry. Do you see comic books or do you see toys? I rest. Yeah, with well, if you look behind me, I have like Dobby and Baby Yoda and monkeys, and you just can't see them. Yes. Kangaroos and everything. Right. So fun. what you're saying is you have toys, and yes, um, Facebook user is correct. Most vendors do take credit cards, and this vendor takes credit cards, PayPal, uh, internet access, um, internet access. Yes. We take everything. You Apple take Pay. internet access? Okay. Pay is not for cool kids. <laughs> <laughs> Provide internet access. Yeah, there, there, they will have internet access. The school district does have uh, a free Wi-Fi that you can use when you're on campus. And so okay. we'll have that stuff set up and ready to go. Very cool. Well, it sounds yeah. like fun. So once again, it's going to be will. where? It's going to be at Goose Creek Memorial High School. And it's going to be on... Uh, August 27th and 28th. And we are going to have a terrific time because it's free to get in and free to park. Uh, the Saturday times are from 10 to 6 and Sundays from 11 to 4. We did it a little bit later because, you know, people want to sleep in or they're going to church or they, you know, they're taking care of their business. And so we did it just a little bit later so that way they can have time to do all those things and then come to the con. Work right. off that after con hangover. There you go. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can always go to easternrimcon.com. And also Eastern Rim Vintage Comic Book and Vintage Con. On Eastern Rim. You know, you got the gist of it. <laughs> <laughs> Rim and it will pop up. Yes. <clears throat> the Eastern Rim Funny Book and Vintage Comic Book. Just type Eastern Rim. It will pop yeah. up. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it's probably the only Eastern Rim uh, out there, so. Most likely. Yeah. It's fun, but no, it was, I'm excited. Thank you guys for coming. Um, oh, thank you for having us. Yes. Take plenty of pictures. First, um, we will, promise. Well, I'm just saying, if y'all want to make your way down, though, it'll be cool. We'll, 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 we'll be busy, guys. We, we, we work. Yeah. We are actually working yeah. for Comic Conroe, so. Yeah. So but that's the joy of the Eastern Rim Funny Book and Vintage Con. It's not really work. It's like a day off where you get to come hang out with your friends. <laughs> no, we are literally well, working. Okay. Yeah. That'd Jerry, be another thing, man. Yes, sir. Jerry. Yes. How often do you get to just relax when you run a show? 
um, about negative 78 seconds. Okay. I, I'm going to tell you guys, NerdCon <laughs> is so much different because I pretty much relaxed the whole time because I know Jerry's doing all the work. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Find Jerry to do like a two-minute interview. <laughs> I'm like, stop moving. When you guys get ready for Tri-City Con, you just got to get Jerry to come run this stuff. And you can just kick back and be like, I'm glad this was so successful. <laughs> that was you easy. Know, I have to say one of the advantages that we do have is since we started this in February, we've gotten most of the stuff done and taken care of. Mm -hmm. All we got to do is just the little fine-tuned points, mm -hmm. which I am so happy that we didn't give ourselves, I won't mention names, but three to six months to do a show mm -hmm. so and and the thing is glad you didn't have a moron on your team going we could do this in two weeks <laughs> so here's the thing about running a con it's an amoeba it's alive it's a living thing it changes mm -hmm. all the time you know things pop in things pop out things fall apart things reconstitute it's it's something that is absolutely just time consuming like i mean i've been staying up like till you know before school started i was staying up till five o'clock six o'clock in the morning since school started it's been like two one you know i've been getting to bed you know as quickly as i can because i'm doing stuff changing stuff rearranging stuff you know um actually it was funny the other day i was on the phone with one of the folks that were there's helping do the con and i was talking about what we we're going to do for our dinner and what's going on in terms of our flyers and so i was on the phone i go into a comic shop and they you know they all like oh hey yeah, and i'm talking da, 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 da. all right <laughs> okay. here you go guys thank you so much we appreciate it please put those out okay da, 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 da. and i walked out i mean and and later on uh my, my godson it's actually nico's comics and games in, in baytown and my got some works there and he was like man you know because that's what he calls me he goes man you know you're busy i go yeah uh, it's ridiculous and so when i get out of school i'm on the phone talking to somebody figuring something out you know talking about flights how to get people where what to do where to go it's just something that is continuously in in in, in your in your system and even when you're done even when you're finished you know you're used to like that whole the grind right you're used to getting that stuff taken care of and then after that you know, it's kind of like a drop off and your body's like, but um, why, aren't, why aren't you like staying up late? Why aren't you working hard? Why aren't you like talking on the phone to three people at the same time? You know, so, yeah. yeah the good news is, though, all the kids in his class are getting A's this year. So, yeah, no, 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 no. He's just passing them off. Yeah, no, no. They're they're going to work for it. I promise. Greg, did well, you want to answer that? After everything that we've been through, because I know we're going to be trying to bring people in from Huntsville, but we are focusing strictly on the I-69 corridor. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say Livingston, Lufkin, and Nacogdoches for the first mm -hmm. one. Cool. Um, he forgot to mention Atlantis. Yeah. Yep, Atlantis is involved in this. We actually... Mermaids. I'm not mermaid that wants to come to the show and be a part of it. Cool. So we've, we've gotten a lot taken care of. But on the bright side, since I haven't put up September's schedule yet, I will let you know now, and I will do another one later. We are having Cowtown Comic Con, which yep. is, was in Hearst, mm -hmm. Texas. They're now in Fort Worth, mm -hmm. so we'll talk to them about that. And on September 8th, which is going to be fun, because <laughs> we're going to be traveling at the same time we have a show that anime, night, going oh. to Anime, Oklahoma. Oh, wow. We have Chuck Humor chuck huber coming on september 8th cool chuck's a good guy i like chuck yeah he's a great guy yes. and then of course 
October is pretty much full except for one weekend, and that's going to depend on Conroe because I'm going to talk to somebody that said that they want to be on the show. So well, we're not doing the we're not doing the ghost hunt this year. Sorry, guys, but I do plan on doing that ghost hunt because that's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily have to do it in October. I mean, no, but you do try to. Yeah, you could I go do want to keep with the theme, but. Past. Yeah. The themes, the themes all thrown the loop in October. So yeah, yeah. But ghost, you could you could tie in ghost hunting to the <clears throat> Christmas Carol because um, there were th- three, three no, there were four ghosts. Yeah, four ghosts because um, don't forget Jacob Marley. Marley. Yeah, right. But you can and then all those extra ghosts that you know Scrooge sees or whatever. But whatever. There's always Krampus too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, think outside the box, writers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, I can think outside but, the. As long as they give me margarita before we go in, doesn't matter when. There you go. But you drink weekend, margarita, you'll be outside of the box all day long. True. This weekend, we'll be at Delta H Con. Okay. Next weekend, we'll be at Comic Conroe. L will be at Eastern Rim. And then two weeks after that, we will be at NMA, Oklahoma. And then for those who know a lot of my personal stuff, I'll be spreading my wife's ashes the last two weeks of September. So I'm, we're going to be taking a two-week I don't want to say a vacation because for me, that's not a vacation. Mm-mm. No, not at all. No, it's a family time. Absolutely. Yep. And in October, we are going to be hitting the schedule hard again. And then I'm thinking I got to confirm we'll have media for Texas Renfest as well. But in October, we will be down in Corpus Christi for New Wave Expo. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. She's awesome. awesome. Yeah, going to be a great show. Mish is awesome. Yeah. You guys yeah, she is. Her. She really is. Uh, she sat in three panels with us, and uh, so we're excited to see what she can bring. I wish I could be there, but uh, it looks like we're going to have too many promotional opportunities coming up or something. Yeah, there. there's so. basically cons everywhere you turn around, especially in August. So yeah, just, yeah there is. Mm-hmm. We've got a list of them on our, yes. on our page. Mm-hmm. We have yes. We're probably going to have to do an updated one because there's no telling. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, every time <laughs> It's like, oh, you forgot this one and this one. I'm like, I can't put so many on that thing. Well, see, when I first started, when we first started doing cons, we thought, you know, like, gosh, there's there's almost no cons around here. I mean, there's Comic Palooza and there's this, you know, a couple other things, but not a whole lot. And then you realize that there really was a whole lot of cons. Now, after the pandemic, everything shut down and people had time to plan and think and sort of work over that whole concept. And so when we came out of the pandemic, for the most part, cons just started blooming out of nothing everywhere every little place every little situation every sort of setup there was a con and in the end you know just like like anything in the free market it's gonna they're gonna work or they're gonna fail or whatever it is mm-hmm. but there will be a, a rectification and a balance and then we'll be back to sort of a normal sort of con setup where we don't have like 25 cons on you know one on friday the the, the 31st of whatever you know yeah. it'll it'll work itself out but hopefully that it gives a lot of actors and actresses and and comic book writers and artists an opportunity to really put themselves out there so mm-hmm. when they sort of get more balanced they'll have uh more face time and people can be able to you know figure okay well we've seen them at this con and that con let's bring those folks out i think it'll be a, a positive thing especially for those folks because you know that's how they make their money that's how they make their livelihoods well plus when you go to different ones and you see the same person it's like you know old home week it's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's my country. Mm-hmm. We're good. I'm happy. I know you. I've seen you before. Mm-hmm. And so when you go to them, plus, you know, you have to see if any of them are specifically in tune to either like voice actor. 
graphics or anime or comic books. You know, if it's you know, do your research. What what are they hitting hard? I mean, all of them are going to have a variety there of some sort. Mm -hmm. But what is it you specifically are wanting? Right. You know, what is your focus? Mm -hmm. But you're going to see people there. I'm sure that you've seen it other ones. And that's the beauty mm -hmm. of the family, wherever. Exactly. Everywhere. Right. You know, and the thing is, this is people love cons. They come out there because um, like Neil Adams said, in terms of comic books, you get uh, someone who makes the, the, the best writing and the best art. You put it together and you have what? A comic book. Sort of the same thing. You get pop culture events. You get, you know, actors and actresses and, and performers, voice actors, comic book artists and writers, and you put them all together in one spot. And what do you have? You have a con. Mm -hmm. Plus you could actually talk to them and find out how they got there. And, exactly. you know, you could ask them questions. It's not just, you know, sign yes. here, move on, sign here, move on. Mm -hmm. It's like, no. Like, I, when I, I love asking questions, them questions. Like, that is the best part. When I got Especially to relief the restraining order. It was like, <laughs> You know, I was able to talk to him for a few minutes, and that was the highlight of my life because right. he's number one. How many, how many restraining orders do you have on you, James? Oh, my God. How many guests <laughs> did we have last year? <laughs> well, two last things before we do go. Okay. Everybody, all, live, all Animal Lives Matters of East Texas, check them out. They do a lot of great work. Mm -hmm. Try to help them out if you can. I'm not at – share their posts if that helps. I mean – I'm not asking for you to give money, but share the post. Somebody might be able to help with something with them. Mm -hmm. And in October, we will be announcing a pop-up event that we are going to have, which will be in Lufkin Mall at Joker's Dugout. Cool. I'm not going to say the date or who's going to be there, but we will have a special guest coming. <laughs> is, it, is it Willie? Is Willie coming this time? Free Willie. <laughs> <laughs> but we will be announcing a pop-up event come October. But Eastern Rim Con is next weekend. Next weekend. Next weekend. Is, is it Saturday and Sunday or Friday, Saturday, Saturday Sunday. Sunday? Saturday and Sunday. And it's okay. free entry and free parking. Correct. Correct. And free to come by and say hey to this guy. I'm not going <laughs> to charge you a dime to come by and visit with me. You just have to sign the restraining order. That's okay. Yes. Yeah, well, yeah. You, you know. <laughs> but everyone we will see you next tuesday just okay. to be sure tuesday but you'll be on this weekend with delta hcon yes and i will be doing live interviews i have my hot spot up and ready to go awesome i'm not paying 250 dollars for internet at a hotel sorry wrong no, absolutely not but everyone addy O, and we will definitely see you tuesday on our next show at 11 a.m all right. Thank you for having us, guys. We 